Welcome to the fifth episode of the Miles Fit Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about food, diets, and our relationship to food, and all the things linked to that. This is going to be a good one, guys. So listen up, and let's jump right into the show. Diets don't work. I don't know why we can't get this through our heads as a society. We have all these diets coming out left, right, and center every single year that people are gravitating towards, thinking are the gateways and stepping stones to controlling our weight and having the bodies we want. Yet, year after year, people just continue to yo-yo diet up and down and not actually get the results that they're looking for. The problem is we're looking at the whole situation incorrectly. We're looking at changing our body and changing our weight and being healthy as this short-term, quick-fix, band-aid type of mentality. And frankly, it's not working because the statistics show that as a society, we're getting more and more unhealthy and at the same time, we're putting on more and more weight. So the fact of the matter is, this pursuit of the next diet, or the pursuit in general of following a diet to be able to get to where you want to be, is just not the right approach. So I'm here today to bring a new perspective and a new way of looking at things for us as a society to be able to take control of our weight, be healthy, be fit, and be happy. Here's what we really need to do. We really need to realize that the diet is the superficial level. It's just something that we do. But what determines what we do and don't do, which affects the sustainability of having a healthy lifestyle, goes deep to our belief systems and associations to food, a.k.a. our relationship to food. Most of us have a negative relationship with food. Most of us see food as a way to mitigate stress and change our emotional state. And it actually is the most socially acceptable way to deal with stress and to deal with changing your emotional state. Things like drugs, for example, have a really negative connotation in our society and so much so that you are considered a criminal if you're partaking in drugs. Food, on the other hand, is totally cool, totally acceptable. You can eat whatever it is you want. You're surrounded by food at local convenience stores, grocery stores, restaurants. I mean, you have, unfortunately, at your fingertips, so much, quote-unquote, stuff, bad stuff, that you can consume that ultimately leads to you packing on the pounds and keeping your waistline out of balance. So going back to a new way of approaching weight loss and weight control and health versus the conventional way of a diet, you have to go deep to this relationship with food. You have to begin to fundamentally understand what are your associations and belief systems. Most of us look at food in a way where we have good foods and we have bad foods. 
Bad foods are the foods that we quote-unquote shouldn't eat. These are the foods that are high in fat, high in sugar, and processed. Good foods, on the other hand, are the foods that we consider as whole and healthy foods from Mother Nature, packed with good quality carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, as well as fiber, vitamins, minerals, water, and antioxidants. So we categorize food into these two areas, good versus bad. The problem with that, though, is here's what happens. Anytime you associate the word bad to a food, when you inevitably have that food, which you will have, most diets are telling you avoid this and you can only do that for so long. We all have a threshold of willpower and once you cross that threshold, it's game over. So you have that bad food, you have that association that it's bad, therefore when you have it, you will have guilt and shame and that will lead to a cycle of you continuing to eat more and more and just screwing up your entire diet and falling off track and leading to a situation where you just throw off your entire metabolism and start to activate and promote fat gain. This is a huge problem and this is what most people experience. The association of negativity to a food or food group or a nutrient ultimately leads to your downfall and demise and this constant yo-yo dieting being sucked into a cycle of following a regime and then breaking a regime. And then when breaking it, breaking it hard and packing on the pounds and then following a regime and then breaking a regime and then packing on the pounds, so on and so forth. It's impossible to be perfect. Perfection is an illusion. It doesn't exist. We all try to be perfect, yet that's where we set ourselves up for failure. We create these unrealistic expectations about what's possible. We say, I'm going to eat in this way and eat these foods that are good for me, and I'm never ever again going to eat these foods that are bad for me. Well, right away from the get-go, you just set yourself up to lose. Because for anybody, I don't care who you are and how much willpower you have, you will not be able to sustain that long term. It is literally impossible. 100% aka perfection, like I said before, is an illusion. You must give yourself that wiggle room. You have to have the 90-10 rule where 90% of the time, sure, you can eat those quote-unquote good foods and healthy foods and foods that come from Mother Nature and they're packed with good quality nutrients and fiber and antioxidants and all that good stuff. But you got to have that 10% wiggle room. you got to give yourself the ability to chill out and to be able to maneuver and navigate with those foods that you think are not good for you but you want to have. One step further to this is not even to classify foods as good or bad. It's just that food is food. It's neutral. Human beings project onto food their beliefs about whether a food is good or bad. But if we just approach food as this neutral thing, now we take away any negative emotions. We take away guilt. We take away shame. We take away, am I doing good or am I doing poorly? You're just living your life and food is coming along for the ride and you're eating food. And because you won't have an association to it or don't have an association to it, you take all that negativity out of the equation, you take the guilt out of the equation, you take the shame out of the equation, and by doing so, you avoid that vicious cycle of binging, 
and putting yourself in a state of weight gain and being unhealthy. So that's one of the first steps in terms of getting your weight under control, losing weight, and being actually healthy and fit. Removing your relationship with food in that negative way. Shedding all of those horrible associations that we've all cultivated around food. Now you can begin to get somewhere. When you have this mentality, and equally, in addition to this, you are accepting of all foods, and all foods are inclusive in your life. In other words, you're not pushing away any foods. You're inviting all foods into your life with open arms. What interestingly happens is that you no longer want to gravitate towards those foods that aren't, quote-unquote, the best for you. It's kind of like if you can't have something, you want it. This is how human beings are. We can't have something, therefore we want it. Well, when you all of a sudden say, I can have everything, that desire to want it, when you know you can't have it, disappears. It doesn't exist. It's not real anymore. And then all of a sudden, you won't gravitate towards things and binge on them because you're inviting and accepting of all food in your life. So guys, this is a really powerful paradigm shift here. No more diets. No more attacking the problem at the superficial level. Go deep. Take a look at yourself. Dissect things. What is your relationship to food? What is your relationship to nutrients? How does that play out in your life? How do you use as a food as a tool to support your dysfunctional habits? In other words, when you have stress, do you eat to relieve stress? Also, another way to look at things, do you see yourself as somebody who's not worthy and you use food as a way to gain weight and reinforce the identity that you're someone who's not worthy and can't be loved? I mean, guys, you can go deep on the psychology of food and you can dissect this stuff, you know, all the way down to the core. And if you want to do that, go for it. But my point here is that our actions, what we do, are dictated by our belief systems and our emotional states. And we have to take a look at the core, our belief systems and emotional states to be able to get to the bottom of finding a sustainable solution for eating, a sustainable way of living our life, a sustainable lifestyle, and being healthy and fit, having our weight under control, and being happy with ourselves, with our life, and everything else included. So guys, hopefully you found that educational. Hopefully you found that enlightening. Hopefully you've seen that there's another angle that you have to approach nutrition from. Don't look for the next diet. Don't look for the next fad. Don't look for this next thing that actually never comes. The thing you're looking for is right in front of you. Look in the mirror. You'll find what you're looking for. It's you. And look deeper than just looking at your physical self and go deep into your emotional self and psychological self and there in that pot when you're stirring it around and looking at the components and fragments, there you will find the answers you are looking for to be able to actually change your life in a sustainable way and get to where you actually want to be. Thanks guys for listening and have a great day. Guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Miles Fit Transformation Podcast. I hope you enjoyed seeing how food and our relationship to food impacts everything. 
that's going on around us and how we have to go to the cause, aka our relationship with food, to be able to actually get the result we want when it comes to controlling our weight and being healthy and being fit. Be sure to stay tuned for more Miles Fit podcast episodes and be sure to go and find Miles Fit on social media. We're on Instagram at Miles Fit, M-I-L-E-S-F-I-T. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. You can go to our website, milesfit.com. You can email us at info at milesfit.com. And we just love to hear from you. Just say hi, reach out, give us any feedback, whether the feedback is about this podcast or the feedback is about Miles Fit in general, our content in general. We would just love to hear from you guys. So again, thanks for listening and stay tuned for more awesome episodes.